Hello, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor podcast. What's going on over there? <laughs> this you... mic is full of cat hair. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, our cats uh, love our microphones, and we've got these uh, mic covers that just attract cat hair. We need Fuzzies. new ones. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so uh, we are... <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Um we are punchy, apparently. Yeah, it's we we were planning on well, obviously, as always, we were planning on doing it Wednesday. No, we co- weren't. No, 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 we weren't. I've <laughs> given in or oh, given really? up. Okay. So we're it's just just so late on Wednesdays. Yeah. So it's officially, I guess, Fridays is when this is gonna come out. We'll see. Uh but yeah, so and I'm I'm fine with uh giving giving myself over to that. Um so okay. Uh, this is episode four, correct? Mm-hmm. Of Survivor, because uh, we're down. Yep, because we're down two and two. Right. Well, with a fifth. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was very it was very full, uh, and I'll go ahead and, and say this cause, because I find it interesting. Um, so Jen and I were not able to uh get to the to the tv on time so we actually started watching the episode about 20 minutes in uh and then we went back and watched the first 20 minutes earlier today and part of me thought well look we know we saw the challenge we we know who the tribes are we see who got voted out do we really need to go back and watch the first 20 minutes uh yes yes we do that was uh very dumb of me to even entertain the notion otherwise in the first two minutes of the episode um b right uh she quits the game and i would say technically i'd say understandably so i know it just seems harsh to call her a quitter yeah which one person did i don't think jeff did does he call her a quitter or does he say she quit the game i think there is something different like in his tone i got no judgment hmm Davy, I think, called her a quitter. Um, Angelina uh, said she totally understands. Yeah. And I think based on the music that's playing, I think the show's producers... It's more of a tone of a medivac than yeah, yeah. a wimp. Um, and it is unfortunate, but it's totally understandable. We were saying this uh, as we were watching it that, you know, I mean, obviously, it's a dream to to play the game, and what if she were to win, which I don't think she was going to, but what if she had made it all the way through? It's like, yeah, but if she had done permanent damage to her knee and cannot continue her career, that million dollars, which is actually 600000 would spend pretty quick. Not only that, but she knew immediately what she had torn because yeah. she had torn it before. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was already kind of prone to that. Right. And so, yeah, to to stay out there another what 25 30 days yeah with no, with no help at all and no real support like yeah right it's still fuzzy to me how much help they get like when um holy cow why am i blanking on his name he went home with two idols from oh james james yeah, yeah. um he really screwed up his leg and he got something pretty heavy duty put on it. Yeah. And he was definitely limping and that sort of thing. I think the idea is the the big worry seems to be infection. 
when somebody is pulled, like something is punctured. I know, I just wonder why she got such a dinky little brace. Like, why couldn't they have given yeah. her something really heavy duty that would have immobilized it? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, that was unexpected. But at the same time, I hate to say it, like, I wasn't that invested in her in the no. game anyway. Uh, so that happens, and then they go from two tribes to three, which can be very, very dangerous because when the tribes are that small, there's nowhere to hide for certain types of players, players that you and I tend to like. I thought two things were interesting about it. One, they didn't show each person grabbing a buff. They just skipped right to opening. Right. Which is different than in the past. Yeah. And then also the, the producers clearly made it so that the Goliaths would still have the majority in every single tribe. I don't think they necessarily did I, because they, they didn't do. show us selecting it. I mean, I don't think that was, I don't know if that was an actual choice by the producers. Like, yes. If you put even numbers of all three tribes in each basket for each tribe to pick from. And oh, you have yeah, two separate okay. baskets, then it's inevitable that the Goliaths will still be in the majority. Yes. Okay. That is true. Um, as opposed to just one big basket and mm -hmm. just let it being pa be mm -hmm. passed around, which I think it probably, that would I guess, been better, which but. it could have been. I don't think that's better. I think that's what, that's what I'm getting at is that I think it's good that they're still in the majority because it, I hate it when they tribe swap when one team is losing and then, oh, well, it's clearly being evened out again. Right. No, overcome it. You're David. Yeah, I suppose so. And maybe if they did plan it, maybe that's what they decided. Was right. We're going to make it, we're going to keep it difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and as we see from this episode, uh, it works. Uh, the Davids do overcome um, in, in the end. And I mean, say B had stayed. I mean, the, the producers knew she was going to quit. It seems like they sort of set her up to make that announcement. No, they. She clearly told her, told them that she was going to quit. Yeah. And then I think they set her up to make that announcement in front of her. My well, the point I'm getting at is, would one tribe have just been down a member, and the other two tribes would have had B and Carl, or you know, they just very conveniently planned out the numbers, right, with her quitting in mind. Yeah, and maybe that's the thing is like there were 17 people. Maybe they had decided maybe it, it would have been eight and eight with one person sitting out like they did with Carl. And then when she said, mm. I'm going to quit, it's like, okay, that's going to screw up our numbers. So, sure. you know, let's have it be three. That's, I don't know, though. That seems like a pretty big decision to kind of make spur of the moment because someone says they're going to quit. Maybe they already uh, like always plan three. They had buffs and stuff ready. I know. I wonder if they always have a third campsite, a third beach and Maybe. three colors always ready for different contingencies so they can just make decisions on the go. I mean, how are the producers out there, though? How many of them? I don't actually know. I have no idea. But it's let me ask you this. Just a slight side note. Speculating about production involvement or just production presence. Yeah. Is that, it's something that if you're a Survivor fan, eventually, as opposed to something like Amazing Race, uh, it's something that eventually Survivor fans will always have to talk about. Why um, don't they talk about the Amazing Race? 
We do uh, talk about it. We're like, how do they get a cab? You have to get two cabs. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. I guess that's true. So something that that is competitive, and so like, what role do do the producers and the cameramen and all that sort of thing, do, the sound people, what role do they play in the race? Uh, in the same way that when Carl not goes, the race. The, the race or the competition. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Carl made a huge point of saying I'm alone. Yeah. You're like, no, you're saying it to another person. Right. And, and. But. They're asking him questions. So he is hearing other people's voices as well. Yeah, I know it's different, but. That could have been for two hours out of a 24 hour sure. period. Sure. And I just don't remember. I think I do remember. I mean, so when, when Reed was on season 29 Mm -hmm. we you know went to the finale Mm -hmm. live and we went to the after party and i spoke at length with a night producer oh really yeah i think i forgot that yeah you went somewhere else to chat with someone else i was talking to rob yeah and i asked him a lot of his job is fascinating and it really is like you don't talk to them right they don't talk yeah, like unless it's unless it's a confessional, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, just out and about, like it, and it is very possible to forget the cameras are there and then feel very lonely. Especially, and I think if, a confessional producer is different than the night producer. Yeah. So the people with the cameramen, essentially, you never speak to them. Yeah. So that it doesn't feel confusing. Like, well, you spoke to me an hour ago. Why aren't you speaking to me now? Right. Right. Um. Yeah, that would just be weird just yeah. to have the one person just suddenly just cut you off. That'd be feels like it'd be very traumatizing emotionally. Yeah. Um, or even in a non-competition show, like I know from just seeing different Instagram accounts that people like from The Bachelor or Bachelorette have made really good friends with the producers on that show because mm-hmm. they're the ones around while you're Yeah. I don't know, trying to date 20 people. And yeah, and I'm sure that I'm sure it plays a role in who gets asked back, not merely who's good mm. TV, but who do the producers like having around, you know, Maybe. I'm sure it's not. Obviously, it's not only that that probably has to be a combination of the two. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, speaking of of Carl, who, yep. you know. Was not he, he didn't do anything to to deserve this, but it wound up being remarkably fortunate. For him, that was going to exile was a huge bonus. Yeah, I think this early in the game, you're not missing so much of the social game that you're going to be ostracized or that you're going to be an easy vote out, especially when you're the one coming in to fill the vacant space. Right. And that's the thing is. So in that standpoint, it's good. Me personally, 10 days in, I would love a welcome break of silence and just alone time to regroup. As an introvert, I would like that. And to go back to this idea of three tribes, and we said that you have nowhere to hide. Well, Carl had somewhere to hide. He had instant you know. immunity. Yeah. And he along the way. made it through way, another three days. Yeah. And then, and during that three days, like, who knows? These five people could just be sniping at each other. And then you show up and you might be able to sort of have your pick of who to, of who's left to, to go with. Like, I don't think. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, should we talk about the tribe he's going to end up on and what he might do? Uh, I'd say not yet. Okay. Um, because they do introduce, while he's on exile, they right. introduce Let's talk a about new that. idea, which I think is kind of great. 
I'm interested to see how it's going to go, which is the nullifier. Yeah. Which, okay, hang on. So how does it? You play it when you go up to vote. You have to like sneak it out of your pocket. Right. The the idol itself and then the parchment and write down who it's nullified on. So even if I played my idol, but I said, I'm playing it for Tyler, mm-hmm. you'd have to write Tyler on that parchment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it nullifies any votes for you. Well, like, like regardless like of who plays it, it's who like if, okay. So let's say I had an idol and you had yeah. a nullifier Yeah. and you and your Alliance all vote for me. And I, and I think like, Oh, well I have an idol yeah, and I think I'm gonna play it tonight, and but you have but you have a pretty good idea that I'm going to play it. Yeah, so that means that all the votes for me do count. I get that, okay. but if you play it for someone else, yeah, I'm not writing down Tyler as in the idol Tyler plays is now null and void. I'm writing down the person who gets all the votes. I don't think I understand. I know you don't. Um. Okay. Okay. There's me and my alliance. Mm-hmm. There's you and your alliance. Yeah. We're on the same tribe. Okay. But you're in the minority. Yeah. And your friend Amsi is also okay. on your side of things. Right. Okay. We know that you have an idol. Right. You'd be in the minority, right? Because you're playing Mm -hmm. an idol to like switch it up. Yeah. Okay. We think you're going to play it for AMSI though. Oh, okay. So we nullify AMSI, not you. Right. Yes, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. That's yes. You're correct. Um, I got it. Thank you. Okay. Um, And yeah, and it's a thing that you are playing before. The fact, so it, it's all about anticipation. So it could be completely wasted if the person doesn't play their idol. Yeah. But at the same time, you could play your idol completely wasted because that's played before the votes are read too. Right. People have played their idol all the time and zero votes have been cast for them. Yeah. It's interesting. They've introduced things though in the past that they haven't kept around. Do you think they'll keep this one around or do you think it depends on how successful it is? I think it's sort of like the vote steal where yeah, it's a really good idea. It hasn't always been very effective um, because I think there are different, there are multiple layers of anticipation and I think yeah. anticipating that someone is going to play the idol on themselves and anticipating that enough that you will play their nullifier that that might be one more layer of anticipation than the game is able to. But no one is going to anticipate a nullifier. That's the whole point. It's just another way to create a blind side. Right. Well, no, yeah, that's, that's true. And that would be, oh my gosh. And can you imagine how angry you would be if you were the first person that it got played against and you, it'd be a bummer. Yeah. And what if people are thinking about splitting the votes, Mm -hmm. right? What were you saying about that? earlier what was it uh yeah okay so going back to this idea of i'm we're on the same tribe i'm in the minority let's say but we think you have we know you have an idol yeah so we split votes between you and amc right 
But now, because you don't know if I'm going to play it for me or for AMC or whatever. But now we don't have to do that because I can say, guys, we have a nullifier. Here's what it is. It's when you, it's, it's if you don't know if I have an idol, but you think I do. That's something that happens is, is a tribal. Yes, will exactly. Out one person say, well, we don't know. So we'll yeah. split it between Tyler and AMC. Yeah. And now it's like, well, we don't know. And we want Tyler to go home. So you know what? If he has one. This we'll nullifier just nullify his name. Takes care one way or another. Tyler's going home. If he doesn't have an idol, he's gone anyway. You know, and so it's. Wait, we wouldn't nullify you if we wanted you to go home. Yeah, because I play my idol for me. Oh. You nullify my idol, and it goes home, and I all see. the and all the votes are for me anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. let's say I don't have an idol. Well, the votes are for me, and I'm out. Let's say I do have an idol, and I play it. Well, you've played the nullifier. Yeah. So all the votes still count for me. I yeah. Don't know. So, you know, y- it's basically just saying like, we don't care that you have an idol. You're going home anyway. Yeah. And it's, and I'll say this, like, if played right, if played right, you got to get them to play their idol. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. And also I do think if they keep the nullifier around for the next season, like let's say it becomes a, a regular thing. And Jeff says, let's say two seasons because they could potentially be filming right. the next season two days after this season, which is what they do. They film right. back to back two in a row. Yeah. The next season, let's say they bring it back and those people have now seen this season. That's why I'm saying two seasons yeah. from now. And they know of the nullifier. Right. At that point, I think people are keeping their idol a lot closer to the chest. Mm, they're not sharing. They're not telling people. Yeah. That but would what, make it more interesting too. Yeah. Because if word gets out that you have an people idol, just someone just now. Oh yeah, they use it. They use it to gain people's trust. It's like yeah, but now that person could have a nullifier and use it against me. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing though. Dan only told Kara and was it Angelina or Natalia? I think it was Natalia. You know, and people didn't find out from any of the three of them. Right. They found out because Jeremy rooted through his right. bag. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's true. Like every guy ever, why wouldn't you wear cargo shorts? I don't get it. Well, admittedly, uh, production, sometimes you bring a number of options and they also have a number of options for you. And then they decide what you're going to wear. Really? Mm -hmm. I read an article about it. And the the headline headline planned out so well what he was going to wear. And good for him. And or like they, back to Carl. Why the heck would you wear or bring carbo- cowboy boots? Like I would not allow that. It fits with his character. Who cares? That's so impractical. I don't know. It's, I remember there was a, so the writer director Shane Black was acting in the movie Predator. And when they, when ever and the characters kind of got to pick out their own costumes or at least certain flourishes. And so he added a pair, a big pair of glasses to his character and he was going to wear like this red beret and he decided like, that's kind of dumb. And so he left it out. And then one of the other actors, because Shane Black wasn't really an actor at the time, one of the other actors said, you know, you probably should have kept that because it distinguishes you it makes you it's like we're all dressed in camo like this is something that makes people pay attention to you Mm. and in survivor where it's all about characters and that kind of thing if you have a gimmick you should steer into it 
because it might make people no i think the opposite today was such a good example of that people are like so mike white have you like written anything that we've ever heard of yeah yeah bro i am dubium like he he's the perfect person to put on survivor because he isn't jimmy carter or no jimmy johnson jimmy johnson yes jimmy <laughs> carter like, that's still right. alive probably wouldn't do great on survivor <laughs> he is still alive i think so yeah <laughs> carter george hw bush yeah carter's the oldest yeah but like ford i think ford died a few years ago he's the most recent whoa totally forgot about him well that's kind of the idea yeah like a hundred years from now do you think people will forget about trump no do you think they'll think about him like in a joke kind of way like why like who's taft we don't know William howard taft he was uh you know but no nobody knows it's interesting because out of 43 presidents there are a number of which nobody has ever heard of yeah oh mckinley's a big one exactly yeah um and uh let's see benjamin harrison yeah huh yeah that's a name yeah uh but i don't think is that what our stop is named after well it's it could be named after william henry harrison who died after 30 days in office but my guess yeah it's probably and then I believe, we've had two harrisons i believe so yeah exactly didn't know about a single one of them yeah and do you then, think that'll happen though like he'll just become a small joke no i don't think so because well i mean they might it might be that but once we're out of the tumultuous times that we're in yeah hopefully we will be um i think he will definitely be noted as a non-politician and a non-military guy to be elected president that's I think that has happened before, but I think it's extremely rare. He has no history of public service. Um, there have been right. plenty He's of, never held any other office. Yeah. And there, there are plenty of, of guys who like were in the military, like Eisenhower. Sure. Who then get elected presidents. Like, okay, that's... That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but to have neither is very odd. Yeah. And so it, it, it is notable for that reason, among others. And he was a TV personality. Like he just, he had right. a lot of stuff going into this. And, uh, and I think it'll be notable that he's, he was one of the presidents. I mean, obviously social media played a big role in the Obama campaign, but this is one where like, that was a campaign about Obama. He didn't commission that hope poster. Whereas Trump, like his Twitter account that he was very actively a part of, uh, he really, didn't commission that hope poster. Not to my knowledge. No. Oh, well, someone was just so on fire for Obama that he created it. I think so. Yeah. Huh. Um, but I might be wrong about that, but I'm but Trump himself. Yeah. He was very actively his tweets. His campaign it's was not basically like him. He has a social media person. Right. Wow. Why are we talking about this? This is uh, such an interesting remember, episode. We talking about Jimmy Carter. Because <laughs> you mentioned Of Jimmy my Johnson. foul up. Let's just yeah. extend my huge mistake um, for 15 minutes. But like instantly people were like, oh, well, he, he we're not going to let him win. He's a huge NFL star. But people are like, who are you, Mike? This is right. great. I love it. Lisa Welchel is another example. Like exactly. She made it to the top three um, and came in, I believe, second. Like she still got some. So like votes. having a hit in the 80s. 
made her yeah. under the radar enough. Not even like under the radar. They knew that she did that, but they weren't like, oh, well, you're rolling in dough. You don't need it. And I think with Mike White, like he, it's interesting. He identifies as a writer, but he is an actor, but he's a supporting actor. And a producer, right? He's a producer, writer, director. He does all of that. But on the show, he's identifying as a writer. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's interesting. And, What's interesting, I, I'm not sure if I were him, I don't know how what I would lead with because he is recognizable, he is in School of Rock, but if he said, oh, I'm an actor, and people are like, oh yeah, he did play that small role in Orange County and School of Rock, like he plays small roles, and so they might not see him as like a super rich guy. Um, whereas if you say like, I'm a writer, director, producer, I've written and directed many movies and several TV shows, like... Oh, yeah, I would I, never say all of those things. Yeah. I guess he does. I think he says writer. He said writer director when he was talking to Nick. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. And that's the thing is he goes, he goes, oh, and I also played Mr. Schneebly. And Nick's like, yeah, I knew like you could see like he was excited that this is the guy. This is the guy. And he recognized him. Um, yeah. I wonder if he just pulls from his repertoire, depending on who he's talking to. Yeah. Oh, it's I feel like if if I was on Survivor with him and I'd be like, I'm a big fan of Chuck and Buck, which is actually a very good and very disturbing. Movie. The point is, when they all hopped on the boat and got into their two tribes, there was no confessional by anyone saying, right. Oh, it's that guy. We have to keep an eye out for him. Yeah. It, I think it could be well argued that the type of movies uh, that Mike White is in would have more overlap with the Davids and the kind of movies they would watch yeah. than the Goliath. Yeah. Um, and but, it was interesting that immediately we noted this in the first episode that they recognized him from being on The Amazing Race, not from yeah, his work. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely would be uh, where there's such an overlap in the fan base. That, yeah. Yeah, people would definitely see that. Um, and that that's not enough to get people eliminated from the show no. Natalie won having been on Amazing Race right but she didn't win Amazing Race and then try and go on True. then I think people would say yeah no no right but he didn't win Amazing Race either right um so uh one thing as far as once the tribe started uh getting together uh Christian Oof, uh, Christian immediately went with John it. and was talking about Slamtown like and I mean just for being a really huge nerd. He has amazing social skills. It is a thing that I think as awkward as he is, he, sh he has shown something that I'm, I'm already noticing a theme, which is a lack of self-awareness. And he shows a genuine amount of self-awareness, right? I don't think he's awkward at all. Sometimes the way he moves and the way he, like in his confessionals, I, he's more obviously awkward. I don't mean, I think that is on purpose. I don't know. I don't think so. That's not a lack of social skills or awkward, though. No, That's I just quirky. Right. I just mean that, like, some people could look at the way he carries himself and think, oh, he's not going to connect with anybody. Yeah. But no, he I think he, and I think he realizes I can I can take my natural tendencies twist them a little bit and come off as very disarming yeah. or as he as he mentions in the title of this episode uh it's time for a charm apocalypse <laughs> um <laughs> so uh but yeah he's he's oh, very he's good. good tv he's very good at ingratiating himself to to other people um 
and just by asking them about them and making them, I think he realizes that John, who still I like, I do, is is a pretty humble guy. Yeah, uh, when he's not his persona. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think uh, that Christian sees that John probably likes talking about himself, and so it's like I'll just start asking him questions, like, "Hey, where is Slam Town?" You know, and kind of playing this fun and being kind of playful about it. And the all banter. That. Yeah. So. But, I, I mean, mean, and John kept up with them. I thought yeah. it was really great. Like, well, you know, we're not taking applications right now, but yeah, you know, something like that. That's <laughs> right. Because I believe Christian <laughs> said, like, do you, do you need a comptroller or something like that? Um, and what I think is interesting is that you've got Christian and John, you've got Nick and Mike, and like, yeah. if they all make the merge, which I think they could, yeah, um, that's that's a heck of a foursome. Um, that'd be so cool. Yeah. If that was final four, I would die. Oh, that would be so painful. I don't know who I'd, yeah, I don't know who I'd vote right. for. Right. Cause Nick is growing on me. I like John I, quite yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably vote for Christian, but I, I no, like all Mike. Mike, Mike or Christian. Right. Um, but yeah. And so to jump over to whatever the purple tribe is, uh, Oh, Natalie. Oh She's my! Just, she has learned. There nothing. was no come to Jesus moment. No, no, nope. at all. No, nope. like that tribal where they all tried to help her. Yeah, Whew. right over her head. It's like what I had what I had written in my notes last week, which is she's going to think that this is a function of her having played a really good game and turned everybody against Jeremy. It's like no, you're here because they chose him to go and not you but they didn't want you here and they're trying to help you learn something and you are not learning a thing it's just to the extent that in a five-person tribe i genuinely like this would never be the case but i think this is the only situation in where any of the other four of them could go natalie i am so grateful that you're a huge bitch to everyone Mm -hmm. because you are going home. Like, I don't even know. Normally saying that would put a target on your back, right? I don't even think that would be the case here. She's so horrible. And I think she's very, she's very confident in the fact that, well, I'm in a majority, you know, the Goliaths in general are in a majority, but now it's three to two. Right. She's like, they're on my camp. I don't feel like socializing. And then she starts bossing. All of them around, but she's bossing around her own alliance. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so confusing. And maybe, I mean, she has shown, like, her argument is, hey, I'm not a threat. And so maybe she's setting herself up as a goat. But, you know, that's what Suri did. But Suri is a much better player and likable. And she made sure she got rid of all the other goats, too. Same with Sandra. Yeah. I mean, it is. It that is was a- her mantra. I'm not a threat. And which is true. Yeah. But she made strong, deep social bonds with people. And I think she could be genuinely funny. Like, she could make people laugh. Sandra? Yeah. Also, she was a total workhorse around camp. Yeah. She was terrible in challenges. No, but Uh, she worked her butt off. Yeah. Like, she was a genuinely good player and realized, I need to set myself up as a goat, but not actually be one. Yeah. Whereas I think Natalie. I think only... all goats have to be great around camp. Yeah. Like. 
I mean, think of Natalie. How is she even her and and Abby? Like, yeah, that's I'd say the closest comparison. Zero around camp, zero social skills, zero challenge skills. She's not outwitting anybody, right? She's not outplaying anyone. Why in the world is she outlasting anybody? It sucks. Yeah. I'd be so upset if I was any one of the six people who are gone. Yeah. And it's, but that's the thing is whatever is, I mean, she, she can't possibly win the game, but she could wind up but it, being it, around simply because everybody else is, tar- everyone's targeting everybody else. And they're like, I don't like her, but she's. I think that's exactly why Mike said, well, that's a longer conversation we're going to have to Nick, which is like, yes, she's awful, but Angelina is a player. Let me, let's go for her. Yeah. Or. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people that are playing the game um, pretty well. But if, like we just said, we loved, you know, John, Mike and um, Christian and the lawyer. Why Nick. am I forgetting one's names? Nick, not yeah. Nate. Um, like, say she outlasted all four of them. How upset would we be? That would be very frustrating, yes. Especially because we know that based on how long you stay, you get money. You get more money. Yeah. Yeah, that would be frustrating. Um, I do think that she is one of these people that eventually, like, once the merge comes along and you're not thinking necessarily in terms of tribe... Well, I mean, some sometimes everyone just agrees like, hey, let's all put our little rivalries aside and get this person out of camp because we cannot live with her anymore. Like, that's the thing. 40 days. Sorry, 39 days of her. We're about 10 days in now, maybe 12. Also, let's do it before the merge because none of us want to hang out on Ponderosa with her either. Ugh. Yeah. You're right? This is no. You got to think ahead, ahead, ahead. Like, hey, I might get voted out too. And then I have to go back to hanging out with her. Oh my God. Can you imagine being stuck on Ponderosa with her? No. Okay, wait. Speaking of getting more money the longer you're on, Mm -hmm. shout out to Mike in Chicago. You know who you are. I'm not going to say your last name for maybe you want privacy reasons, but your fantasy survivor league, we want in. I am psyched. You get points for how long your person has screen time, mm. how long they last, you know, winner. I don't know all the rules, yeah, but I I've, want in. Yeah, I've heard of these before. Yes. That's, and yeah. he's got one. And I'm saying there's well, there's like room for two more people. I think it's a little late in the season, don't you think? No, next time. Oh, next time. Okay. We yeah. can't do it now. Yeah, no, of course not. Um Plus, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all caught up in my, my fantasy awards draft, which you can be a part of next year if you want. No way. No way. Why would I do that? I don't know. I don't know any of the movies. Oh, none of us do. But we, we could do the Survivor Fantasy League. That's true. That's amazing. And then each episode we could talk about, you know, like our points and how our guys are doing. It's tough though. I have it like. No. Do you have to? Do you have to decide before the first episode even starts? Like you have to do yep, your huh? research. I. You don't have to do any research. Just pick your people. See how they do. Oh, see, and no, I couldn't do that. I would have to. Do... I guess because there's only twenty people, there are a limited number of people that could be in your, in your league. Yeah. 
Look, what this is this is off mic conversation, but um, no, I want in. Right. Okay. Yeah, but the, we're not going to call the person right now, and also this isn't live. He's not going to call you and say, "All right." Nobody could listen. That's true. Okay. Yes, Mike. Sure. Um, so one thing that I wanted to mention, going back to uh, Christian's tribe, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he's there with Gabby. He is making inroads. She is not. She's very worried that she. Which at the time, because we had come in on it late, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize she was probably thinking, well, it's him or me. Yeah. So it's going to be me because look at him forming all these connections. Yeah. And it's the realization that it's there are three men and two women and he can kind of (laughs) connect on that man type thing. Um, The like the. But that's the thing. No, he's just a connector. He's not a bro. But that's the thing. If I were her, I would not feel like I could kind of get into that circle. Like, I think she's not merely nerdy. Yeah, huh? Like, hey, John, I'm little. Could you slam me? Could you, like, pick me up like a folding chair? I don't think it's... I genuinely don't think it's the same. There's no, I'm like... trying. I know. I appreciate it, but... <laughs> I just don't think there is absolutely banter that you can form as a woman with men like hello it is a very specific type of banter and you can't be a it's very you could be rare. like little sister banter little sister is I think what you can do Ex- but I don't yeah think, right I wouldn't like go into any romantic streak with right. that, him and, or Dan and I think some women can try to be the bro thing I think they can try to do that she's not one of them not that Christian necessarily was either but he's steering into Right. I mean, we don't see him connect with Dan, who is a bro. Right. Yeah. Although I like Dan. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. no, no. He's delightful. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying he's a douche. I'm saying right. he's a bro. Yeah. He's a jock. He's a dude. I see John, honestly, is more of like a really big nerd stuck in the body of a wrestler. Probably. Because the, there does have to be a performing and acting element exactly. of wrestling. And bros wouldn't be able to do that. I don't think so. And not Mm-mm. have success. Like Mm-mm. there is, I've watched uh, more wrestling documentaries than I'm comfortable admitting. <laughs> um, just like, like here's the history of Andre the giant, you know, <laughs> okay. which is interesting. <laughs> um, but a big part of it is like the way that the performers, the way the wrestlers talk about it is similar to the way I've described my theater department yeah exactly which is, if there's somebody who's like a genuine jock and is just out to win and is just out to be the best it's like no this that there has to be a communal element here and you won't last if you are unwilling to be to like roll with the punches and be and just hang out and be friendly with the other wrestlers you know usually the 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 biggest like arch nemeses like in the ring were closest friends out of the ring um and they're just able to play their parts really well, partially because they have a good relationship outside of the ring and they can be very generous and that kind of thing. And I think John clearly has a lot of success and I think he probably is a pretty amenable guy Mm -hmm. Um, and like able to, and ego doesn't, I don't think ego comes into his decisions like in the ring. Like there are some wrestlers, see, I'm talking too much about it already, but there are some wrestlers who they don't, it's like, no, you're not going to slam me. I'm not, I'm not going to let you body slam me because in, they don't like looking weak. And it's like, no, but that's the point. If you get body slammed and then you come back and win, it's yeah. a bigger deal. And they're like, no, you're not doing that. And Andre the Giant was a guy who was 
very gentle in a lot of ways. Uh, and anytime he ran across a wrestler who was just thought he was better than that, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this <laughs> to you. And I'm going to do it in a way that's not going to hurt anything except your pride. But I am doing this because I'm Andre the Giant and I do what I want. Yeah. And so like there's it, there's a documentary on HBO called Andre the Giant that is a good movie, not great, but it's interesting nonetheless. And it talks a lot about Princess Bride and interviews his co-stars and stuff like that. Mm. So it's worth watching. Woofta all the okay, tangents. Sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> so... Uh, Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't pick it up, uh, Jen says words like woofta. Um, if you're from Minnesota, maybe you do as well. I Apparently they say oofta. Oh, okay. I added the W. Oh, okay. It's Got my it. own. Yeah. Just put your own little brand on there. Um, so, yeah, but I do think, but like Gabby's freaking out that she doesn't fit in. Yeah. And then the immunity challenge comes along. And it's a situation where there's everyone's in blindfolds except the caller. And yeah. she's the caller of her tribe. And she <clears throat> kills it. She not. Yeah. They not only don't lose, but they come in first, which means they get immunity and the reward. Like, All the pastries. Yeah. Which I feel like there'd be a pretty heavy crashing period, right? Because like it would be all these all these carbs and some sugar. And yep. then like, oh, that's really good. Okay, I'm going to sleep for three days uh, now that that's out of my system. Yeah. Um, On that tribe is also Allison. Don't know her. Who? <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? Allison? Like for real? You Are you not playing up this right now? Like you don't know who she is? If you had said... She's the there. tall doctor whose dad was a doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, she hasn't. I mean, she has had no screen time. I feel bad for whoever in the league has her because yeah. we don't know who she is. Nothing. So interesting. I'm waiting for her to emerge. I think she could. To emerge. I bet she'll make it to the emerge. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun when somebody just gives up on their own joke. Um, <laughs> no, that was solid delivery of my joke. That was my plan. What, what do you think the joke was? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I often don't know what the joke is. Yeah, The joke is usually, for me, the joke is Jen's trying to make a joke and doesn't know the punchline. Exactly. I don't the know the punchline of my own joke. Uh, it's an issue. So, yeah. Okay, um, that's that tribe. So, the, the purple tribe, right? No. I don't know the colors of any of them. The tribe with Christian. We talked about the tribe with Nick and Mike. They bonded. Right. And Natalie yelled at everyone. In yeah. So, then we get Larissa to... Larissa and Angelina are on that tribe. Then we get to the tribe that lost. The tribe that lost, um, which has Alec and mm -hmm. Natalia. Also, Who? I've seen we've seen a little bit from no, Alec, not in confession. Literally did not know his name until this episode. I remember his name because when I saw him and saw how he talked, I was like, Alec, that's about right. Um, <laughs> so uh, no offense to Baldwin. Um, so that so okay, it's Alec, mm -hmm. Natalia, mm -hmm. Elizabeth, Davy, and who's the other Kara. Kara, that's right, yes. So Natalia, Kara, and, and Alec are the yeah. Um, the Goliaths. Goliaths. And it sounds like they're just going to be voting Elizabeth or Davy out. Davy and Elizabeth are trying to throw each other under but the bus. But Elizabeth has bonded greatly with Kara over Christianity and horse yeah. um, 
riding. Riding, yeah. competing. And it causes Natalia costumes, to get a little bit freak paranoid. out. Yeah. And it's Natalia a, is pretty aggressive in general. Whoa. I mean, Nick and Natalia are so different as lawyers. They're hmm. both lawyers, which I find very interesting. Yeah. Like, look at that comparison. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I, but I don't know what kind of lawyers they are. Like, Wait. is one a defender and one a prosecutor? Wait. Is Natalia a lawyer or Angelina? Like, who was trying to whip the votes last I episode? I believe that was Angelina. Okay. Okay. I'm um, grateful that Natalia's gone, simply so that we don't have to figure out the difference between her and Angelina anymore. Weird. They don't, aside from dark hair, they don't look that similar. Yeah, they do. Okay, I don't think so. But, um, but yeah, and so I believe is it... So Elizabeth is is gunning for Natalia. I think she sees that Natalia is um, aggressive and that isn't maybe that likable and that she's playing hard. Uh, and then, and is it Elizabeth or Davy that is, starts working on Alec about breaking ranks and, and voting out Natalia? Elizabeth. Okay. Because we said that's... Kind of her only, okay, because at the time, while I was watching the episode, mm -hmm. we had not seen the first 20 minutes. Right. So I thought, of the three of those people, would you go for the two cool girls or the random dude to yeah. try and like get your in with? No, you'd go to the dude. But having seen the first 20 minutes, why would you not go to Kara? Like you've bonded with her. Right. And and what happens is Davey does go to Natalia and Kara and says, hey, Elizabeth mm -hmm. is going for you, Natalia. And I mean, he has something that he can work with mm -hmm. which is my person has zeroed in on this woman and i think he could probably tell that natalia is the paranoid type right and it's like i can use this and if i get in good with her then i can make sure that i stay and not have to play my idol um but it doesn't yeah. work it doesn't work uh and that's all right and, and Davey realizes it, it yeah. doesn't work so he votes for natalia and, Eliz mm. and elizabeth does and then alec does as well I think best result. I'm very happy with this vote. Me too. And I think saying shut up to anybody isn't yeah. going to get you very far. And like the literally the length of time it took her to get yeah. from the fire down the path, like you're gone. You you need yeah. to stop playing now. Yeah. And Why are you like asking them questions? Like, Did you do this? And, and yeah. Like, like who gives a rip? Yeah. You're done. Yeah, sorry you got blindsided. It You're happens a lot. Totally in shock. Yeah, because you don't know where to put your yeah. stick. Yeah, I don't. What's it called? Your torch. torch? Yeah. <laughs> um, Words. It's oh, they're Can't so complicated, aren't they? Um, oh, just today. So, and you know, yeah, I don't actually blame her that much for reacting that way. She clearly thought things were going one way. I know, but there's a funny way to do that, like Michaela, and there's just yeah. like a really annoying way to do that, like her. Like, yeah, there's a there's a self righteousness to the way she did. It. Yeah, I mean, if you're Alec, I would just turn to her and be like, "Shut up, you're yeah. going home, bye bye." Yeah. But that that doesn't look good in front of Carl. It I know look you good have to still people. keep playing, which sucks. Yeah. What's interesting is that neither Davy nor Elizabeth used Carl in their argument whatsoever. And yeah. saying, like, if I'm Elizabeth, I say, "Hey." Davy and Carl are going to work together. Yeah. But I think the three Goliaths could be like, well, good for them. There's still only two of them and three of us. Right. So. Yeah. It's, uh, 
So let's let's do talk about what we think will happen so now wait, that Carl is back because now it's no, three wait, to two the other way. Could you use Carl to your advantage and say like vote out Elizabeth because me and Carl are together and so we're two block voting block for you. We aren't going to gun for each other. Even when it's three to two, I don't think it's ever good to make the argument like, hey, the two of us are solid. We're together. We will always vote together. It's like, oh. Well, then all the more reason to vote you out. Right. It's like, all you got to do is convince one of my other people. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Okay. I think it's easier to use Carl against against the other person. Than Davey use Carl against Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so now the dynamic has changed. It's three to two. Right. In favor of David's. Davey. But I don't necessarily know that Elizabeth would turn on Kara. I think of the five of them, Alec is probably the one at risk, but not really because so. he's the one that talked yeah, he to her f- and flipped. Yeah, he flipped. I think she's going to be very indebted to him. But I do think that Elizabeth is actually a pretty smart player. Wow, she's eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you see that she's kind of this cowgirl type. and like, oh, she's married, has three kids. She probably knows how to navigate social situations in certain ways. What I thought was interesting is that she said, I'm the only one in my family like this. Nobody yeah. else is a redneck. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. What are they? How do you become a redneck? How does that just happen to you later in life? It could just be that like maybe they were all on a farm, but she's the one that like really steered into the cowgirl type thing, like riding competitively, that sort of thing. Maybe everybody else is just pretty... Oh, did you see riding? That's what you said? Yeah. I thought you said writing. And I was like, she's not a competitive writer. She's not entering her screenplay. She screen has really good handwriting. She, like, she loves Screenplay writing class. Um, <laughs> screenwriting contest. So, no, but then she would say that her parents were rednecks. Do you think she, yeah, means like her brothers and sisters got out? Yeah, maybe. But she didn't? Yeah. I don't know. But I do think that... I think that she will probably feel some degree of loyalty to Alec unless he's on the outs and real and she realizes yeah. like, I'm not going to go down with this sinking ship. Do you think the same for Kara if she realizes Kara is going to be the one to be voted out? Will she just Yeah, I think cut she'll her? I think she's happy for anybody to go but her. My whole point of the redneck conversation part of it was like I think that's a little bit more not a facade because a facade implies mm-hmm. that it's fake. Right. But it, that she's she's much deeper. Yeah. And I think is going to be underestimated much like JT. Sure. Yeah. I, I actually like Elizabeth a lot and I feel like she can go far. Yeah. Um, and it's delightful. And this brings up, okay. So we've said this before that seasons have certain things emerge, emerge, they (laughs) merge. <laughs> um they have these things come about um just kind of organically. Mm-hmm. And this one is, and you just talked about it, like it's not a facade, but her saying, Hey, I'm the only one in my family that's like this. That the this here is I know how I come across. Right. And right and left and then natalia clearly didn't know how she came across or didn't care yeah natalie it's an issue with her jeremy it's an issue with him like yeah the the theme so far although it's the term has only been used the first even couple gabby. episodes even gabby is how am i coming across yeah and those that ask that question 
and then maybe you're able to adapt. I mean, it's a standard, it's a, it's a very standard survivor thing, but this season seems to have people much more aware or notably unaware of yeah. how they come across to people. Yeah. And it's always fun to see that, um, to see that because that's, that is a, you know, survivors, this social experiment. And I think this is a big social theme. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole show. I'm very excited to see where the season goes. There are a lot of players that I respond to. There are a few that are, haven't really shown up yet. (laughs) Um, whose names not merely are, uh, foreign to me but i'm i'm aggressively skeptical that they ever existed in the first place um alec and allison who knew yeah but okay did we see next time on am i blanking on that uh i think we did yes because i think we see Kara getting angry at uh, alec and him talking about his gut but that's the only thing i remember his gut like going with your gut yeah oh but yeah. Oh, nothing. because she didn't. Yeah, she didn't vote with them. Right. But what's fascinating, her and Natalia, their votes were split. One voted for Elizabeth There's and one voted for Davy. So like, much chaos. They got so confused. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, if you're Natalia, like walking out, it's like, this really what didn't, didn't go my they way. speak to Kara during travel? All the whispering involved everyone. Except Davy. Except Davy. Yeah. Alec spoke to Kara. And, but yeah, I don't know. But lied to her. That's probably why she's pissed. Do you think he was saying like, "Oh, switch to Davy or switch to Elizabeth, whatever, whatever yeah. the plan was"? She right. He had to have. Yeah, yeah. It must be that. But uh, I'm sure it is. I mean, as much as I did not enjoy Natalia, like it must be frustrating to just have such a clear idea of how things are going to go and then watch it slip away. That completely and not just in the sense that you got voted out but to see that only one person voted the way you wanted it to go and that's you no good riddance i mean yeah good riddance i just feel i just here you know hero or villain like when things go that way which they do frequently on survivor like i just i mean it's it still must be so shocking yeah and the only way to make it not embarrassing is to be like, oh, you guys, you got me. You know, that sort of thing. Like, kind of be a good sport about it. And even Alex says, like, he goes, he it's goes, just a it's, game. A, it's a game. Like, what's the what's the deal here? You know? Um, no, she was a freak. Yeah. I think she just, I don't think she was ever going to last long. Like, that, she was no. very intense. Like, that level of intensity burns out. Either you or other people. Yeah, no. But, but yeah. So That wasn't going to go well. You can't tell your own alliance to shut up and not in a yeah. playful way. Yeah. Mm-mm. Bye-bye. What? Bye-bye. Is that what you say to Natalia? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. But, uh, okay. So we will see you guys uh, next week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff and back to camp. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet.